0: You are Locked On Seminoles, your daily podcast on the Florida State Seminoles, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team
1: every day. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome the locked on Seminoles. I'm your host Max and I am this excited because it's game week. It's game week, buddy. I can't even like believe I'm saying that. It's it's it feels strange. We have spent so long waiting to say that. And now it's here. I don't know. I words can't describe it, but for those of you that have stuck by us through whatever last season was, which if you missed last week, we made a pact the past is in the past. We will not be talking about last year ever again. It has been buried. It is gone. And it will probably still come up frequently. But we're going to do our best. And you guys made it with us through a long offseason. I mean, you now know our favorite cereals. You know what beverages we like to drink. You probably know more about us than you ever wanted to know. But you were here. So take a minute before we get into the super exciting game week conversation that we're going to hit, and don't worry, it's going to be the highlights. We're talking quarterbacks. We're talking best and worst case scenario. I imagine quarterbacks will stretch. So those are probably the two things we're going to get to, but we've got special guests for you all week. It's going to be an incredible week. But before we can start that, make sure you go, you rate us, hit it with five stars, write a review, tell us what you love, tell us what maybe is on your mind, I don't know. Tell us a fun fact about yourself. I don't really care because it's your platform and we will share it as part of Five Star Fridays. Point of note here though, because this was brought to my attention by an older listener and that's okay, you can only review us once. It's not like every episode, it's just like go you know, past the, ep- not just the episodes, scroll all the way down past the episodes and like rate the program as a whole and again, make sure you're following us on Apple Pods, Spotify, wherever you listen to this. That way, new episodes pop right up in your queue. And speaking of, we got a five-star review coming in last week. Usually, we'll read these on five-star Fridays, but today, because it gives us a good segue, I'm going to read it here on Monday. From Don 195 he says, five stars. Teams don't give a rats a blank blank about what your QB does in practice. Winning games is the only thing that matters. If you have a gamer QB that executes in games and gets the W, F practice. If the team is more concerned about practice performance, then we may have found the problem with this team. How can you guys not see this? Frickin' amazing. Well, let me, let me, start, let me start off with one thing. We, we can't get rid of the entire team. So <laughs> I appreciate yeah. the suggestion. Can't do that. But I take his point of, games matter more than practice. The issue is, when, to me at least, and Dave, obviously you can give your rebuttal on this however you feel. If you have two guys, neither of which you've seen play in a meaningful game in quite some time. I mean, we saw Jordan Travis play his last game against Duke in November, and I, I would hope he's not the same player after eight months that he was back then. Mackenzie Milton hasn't played a game in better part of two years. You kind of have to go with what you have. So, I, to me, again, I'd agree with that. If either had played a series of games recently, like if you get to the season and you put them both in in the game, and McKenzie Milton or Jordan Travis looks way better during the game, but then at practice that same one doesn't look as great as the other one. Yeah, absolutely. You put the guy who shows up at game time in. My issue is when you're going into a, the first game of the season and you haven't seen either in a game and quite some time, I'd go with what I'm seeing because that's something quantifiable versus, hey, I saw this guy two years ago when I was at a totally different team and I was coaching against him and I saw this guy do this against Duke. I also admittedly, I don't know which one he's talking about because I I think he's probably talking about Milton, but we hear that Travis is a quote gamer all the time too. So I, I,
0: I think a lot of people are probably in a, I'll believe it when I see it. Position with this team at this point, like it's been four plus years since we've seen on the field something that looks like competency, especially like or a absolute positive at the quarterback position. Probably since Frenchie, nobody knows what to think of the quarterback position, and what Matt, what's happened in practice really doesn't matter until we see it on the field.
1: But at the same time, we're talking about making a choice between two quarterbacks, and he saying, "Oh, you shouldn't make it based on what you see in practice." Well. I just totally yeah, disagree with that when all we've seen is practice. Like you don't have any other metric because let me put your mind at ease, Don, real quick. Both of these quarterbacks are going to play meaningful snaps this year and yeah. probably against Notre Dame. I think, well, I don't want to, I don't want to put the cart before the horse, but I, I, I don't think Mackenzie Milton starts. I think both are going to play meaningful snaps. I think that you'll see Travis going in at first and you'll see Milton coming in to spell him or vice versa. So I think going into Jacksonville state, Your point is going to be very well taken. That I'm going to look at the game film and the game film only. Let me give you a scenario, and I'll pick on my I'll pick on my boy because that way it doesn't seem like I'm biased. If Travis goes out there and the first two drives doesn't look special, Milton comes in for two drives, throws a touchdown during that, moves the ball well on the other one. Travis comes back in, throws a pick, and then Milton. You know, then I'm going to say, okay, well, Milton's your quarterback. Plain and simple, because when it mattered, he stood up and he did it. And if I hear all week going into Jacksonville State that, well, Jordan's looking better in practice and Milton's practices haven't been great, I'm not going to pay that the price of tea in China. I'm going to say, okay, I don't care. Because against the potential playoff team, Milton threw a touchdown, Travis threw a pick and really didn't do much with his legs. So I think Tidon and I probably agree. But I think we disagree at what point to apply his line of thinking is kind of where I'm putting that, if, if that makes sense.
0: All we have right now is
1: practice. That's the reality right. of it. I think the comment related to the subset
0: of fans who don't believe that Jordan Travis is the quarterback and that what they saw last year on film wasn't enough so that they don't really care what they hear about what he's been doing in practice because they've seen enough. And even as a KZ guy, I don't think that's fair because people do improve. Based on recent history of James Blackman, I can see why people would be skeptical, but not every quarterback is the same. So Jordan Travis could have improved, though I can see why people would just roll their eyes at this point and be like, yeah, all right, Mike, we heard you say this about Blackman.
1: I agree. But at the same time, this isn't that. So there's two, two points I want to make to that. One Our fan base is never happy. We have the most advanced case of grass is always greener syndrome of anyone I've ever seen because all of you out there listening right now that remember James Blackman in an unfavorable light, 80% of you, and you can tell me, oh, it wasn't me. Okay, fine. Then it wasn't you. But 80% of you wanted Frenchie pulled because James Blackman had a half decent game against a God awful North Carolina state team. Literally, like, I joke and say, oh, if I was on Alabama, I could have thrown for 2,000 yards. I could have put up 444 yards against that NC State team. Like, I'm 6'1", 6'2", on a great day in my cleats. I can throw a football with moderate velocity, and I can beat up on a bunch of middle schoolers wearing Wolfpack uniforms. But after that game, everyone, we want James Blackman, James Blackman. What were you saying like 190 days later when he was getting his teeth kicked in by Boise State? Here's my biggest fear. And I know I got to tell you guys about sweat block in a second, but we're on a roll here. My biggest fear or my biggest concern, or maybe my biggest thing I'm already agitated about because I like to be bothered, is that no matter who starts on Sunday, we're probably not going to win this football game. Tell me if you disagree. For me, it's not a binary, it's not a win or lose on on Sunday. We are not good enough. No offense to us, but come on, guys, we haven't been living under rocks here. We are not good enough to look at a top 10 matchup in a binary fashion. We can't just say, well, it's win and it's and that's good, or it's lose and that's bad. I think if this is a seven-point game, that is a phenomenal accomplishment. Like This team has every business challenging for a playoff spot this year. And if we look competitive and if Definitely. we keep it a game for at least three, possibly all four quarters, to me, that's a big win. But don't let that confuse you. With thinking we have any business winning this football game, we don't. Could we get an upset? Yes. Is it possible? Yes. Should it happen? Absolutely not, in my opinion. So, one of these quarterbacks is going to start and one of these quarterbacks is going to lose. And I worry that the fan base, I don't know why I worry because it doesn't affect my life at all, but I worry that the fan base is going to yet again unravel and devolve into full blown civil war saying, well, you see, we should have started the other guy. And if uh, you see the drive that Milton threw an incomplete pass on third down, Travis would have gotten that with his legs. And oh, and this fourth down and fourth and two, and Travis tried to run and he got stuffed. Well, Milton would have hit someone over the middle, and that would have been a touchdown. We would no, come on, guys. It's the same team. That is that is my concern. Is that it's an it's a no win scenario. And whoever starts, if they lose, the fan base is going to be calling for their head and calling for the other guy, just like we've seen this fan base do. Like several times in the very recent history. That's enough on that, folks. We'll, we'll talk more about it in a second, but first, let me tell you how to stop sweating. Do you sweat a lot? Are you in your car right now? Do you have leather seats, but no cooling seats? Because for some reason, the technology for heated seats came out like years and years before cooling seats. Getting a little sweat where maybe you don't want some, have you ever stood up in a pair of light gray dress pants, caught yourself in the mirror and gone, holy cow. I can't walk into my next meeting looking like this. And then you're awkwardly trying to scoot the desk chair down the hallway because your sciatica is acting up and like you really need your desk chair in the conference room. I'm not talking about anybody in particular, but that maybe was me. I don't know. But if it was, I would have hypothetically searched far and wide for a solution and I would have found it in sweat block. Sweat block's great for the armpits. Take a shower at night, you get the wipes, boom, boom wake up in the morning, rinse it off. It works for seven days. If it doesn't, money back guarantee. But where it really shines, gentlemen, is the Sweat Block Cream. It is a sweat blocking, sweat reducing type cream. You you put it on where you sweat the most, and it is phenomenal. So folks, don't delay. You can even pause this if you need to. I won't be offended. Sweatblock.com, get their products, use promo code locked on. Get a discount. It's amazing. It'll come to your door. You'll thank me for it. Your clothes will thank you for it. And you'll be really happy you listen to me, like you always are. So order at swiplock.com promo code locked on.
0: I actually did use it the last two days. It's great. If we don't see both Jordan Travis and Mackenzie Milton for multiple series each, I'm going to be equal parts confused and disappointed because we've been told a lot about both. We know a lot about both and I feel like we deserve to see about both so that I'm not saying that just to appease the fans. I think we have a lot of expectations and we've heard great things from the coaches. We've seen both of them in the spring game. I think we got to see what we have going forward for the rest of the season because this can be the kind of season that Florida state needs to build on. We've talked a lot about for recruiting purposes, this has to be a six or better win team. It has to, or it's going to be disastrous. And I want to know what we have at the most important position on the field from both of them, or I'm going to walk away from this game really disappointed, no matter who ends up looking better.
1: I, I'll tell you what though, man. I, I said I wasn't going to talk about last season. We'll see if this counts. I trust this coaching staff a lot more than I do the previous staff. I don't That's think- That's not saying much. The, but, but in this sense, I don't think the previous staff Understood the moment. I really don't. I don't think Willie Taggart really realized how important that Virginia Tech game was. Yeah, that's I think true. he left that field kind of like, well, it was disappointing. But I, I don't think he really understood that he lost a substantial amount of fan base that night. To me, yeah. the Willie Taggart era ended Labor Day week in 2018. I, I had no, I, I can say I tried to give him a chance and I'm sure I said stuff on social media. But if I'm being really, really honest with myself, I was done with Willie Taggart the next morning because I just saw a team that should have won that game. We were not the least, the lesser talented team that night. We, in fact, how many, what did we get in the, within the five yard line three times resulted in zero points, like or three points or whatever. Yep. I saw a coaching staff that didn't know what it was doing. I think Norvell understands the moment. I think he knows how important a win or at least a great performance here is. And I think he's going to do whatever will give him the best chance to do that. I I don't think he's going to play quarterbacks to appease the fan base. I don't think he cares what the fan base thinks in that sense, because if we win, well, we'll be super, super happy about it. I think he's going to play both quarterbacks because I think he has two diverse skill sets that as much as you're sitting here saying, well, I'll be disappointed if I don't see both of them in a game because I haven't seen them both in a game. Well, don't you think Norvell and Dillingham are having the same conversation? I mean, I hope so. Uh, yeah. I mean, they, dude, they, it, them more than us, if Florida State sucks this year, we don't get fired. In fact, our numbers probably increase and it's probably good for business if Florida State sucks. Not that I'm rooting for that. I'm just saying, like, there are no adverse consequences if Florida State is bad. They lose their jobs, have to pack their stuff up, move out of Tallahassee. And, one of them's going to Tuscaloosa to be an analyst, and the other one is probably going to go coach at Liberty. So I, I got to think that they're going to do what gives them the best chance to succeed. But as content creators, we fortunately get to talk about what is that? So Dave, if you had to say right now, Monday morning, Sunday, as we record this, who do you think is probably going to walk out of that tunnel as the starter on Sunday?
0: I mean, look, I've been told it's going to be Jordan Travis. You know that disappoints me. Uh, I think Drake made a good point that Mackenzie Milton's missed enough practice at this point now that to not name Jordan Travis the starter when he's been at every practice and playing would be kind of crazy. Even if Mackenzie had been the better quarterback until that point, if you miss enough practice at some point that starts to matter, right? So I expect Jordan to start, but I also expect Mackenzie Milton to be in within the first three series.
1: Yeah. No, I, I think that that makes sense. Now, I want to clarify your comment. Are you saying you think Jordan should start with because of McKenzie's mispractices in a punitive way, like Norvell should punish him or just in a logistical sense? like There's probably things he hasn't been able to practice and pick up on because he hasn't been taking active reps.
0: Probably the second one. And right, when you're not taking active reps, I mean, I feel like you probably tend to lose a step. And, you know, if Mackenzie Milton goes through walkthroughs and he looks great, then I don't know, maybe that changes the calculus. But I don't think you make that kind of decision like an hour before the game. I think you have to go in saying this is what we're going to do. And, you know, then during the course of the game, you adjust. And that's what good coaches do
1: one thing we have seen is that Norvell and Dillingham are very good at scripting out the beginning of games. So I think they need the starter starter to have practiced as much as possible because I think they're probably going to have a pretty scripted drive. I came across an interesting stat today. Do you know how many times Florida State got the ball first last year in games? Twice, two times we got the ball first. And you think about that. Well, why does that matter? If you just start with the ball, you're gonna start with the ball between the 20 and the 30. Most likely. You might start with that at the 18. You might start with that at the 32. So scripting that first drive becomes a lot easier than when you don't start with the ball, and you might get the ball at your own two. You might get the ball at their 36 because of a fumble. You might get the ball at the 45 yard line because of, you know, a shanked punt. It becomes a lot harder to do that first drive. So Point being, I hope we get the ball first. And I think if we do, they're going to have a very well scripted drive of like, look, this is our first play. If the next yardage is between this, it's this. If it's between this, we do this. And then if that's success, and then, you know, after one first down, we do this. And I think yeah. they know exactly what they want to do. And they're going to practice that like the first dance of a wedding and just make sure that's perfect. So, yeah, it, it, McKenzie not practicing makes me think Jordan Travis is probably going to be your starter. But I don't know if you're going to have a real starter in the, in the sense that we typically think of it. I think they're starting more like a cornerback a or a defensive lineman starts. Everyone is going to play in those positions. And I think both of these guys are going to play here at quarterback. So last thing we're going to do before we get out of here, Dave, is I've got to tell the people about Bilt Bar. I tell them about Bilt Bar all the time. Folks, if it's your first time here, awesome. If it's your 50th time here. Well, you know the drill. BiltBar.com, promo code LOCKED15, L-O-C-K-E-D 15 locked one Get 15% off. Bilt Bars are great. They're delicious. They're nutritious. It's like a candy bar, but it's got protein in it. It's everything you want and nothing that you don't. It's everything you need. and It doesn't matter. All right. You know what? I did my best with that, uh, with that song lyric there, so go to BiltBar.com, promo code LOCKED15. Also, when you guys are trying to make this weekend more exciting, make sure you go to betonline.ag, make your account, promo code locked on. You get a 100% welcome bonus, 100%. Damn. You throw your money in, they match it. I think it's up to like 200 bucks. You do 200, you get $400 to play with. And if you listen to our locks, you would have made some money this weekend. So we have a couple of things I'm going to walk you through real quick. We have our lines of the day. That is, we tell you something, one of us shoots it out. You can play it. You don't have to. We have our locks of the week. That is where, as individuals, we believe that is the unfallible choice for the weekend. Then we have the show lock of the week. That is where the three of us, Max, Drake, and Dave, all come together and we agree on one pick. And folks, you can believe that pick is going to be sharp as a razor. And this weekend was no exception to that rule. The show lock of the week was Illinois, plus seven, and we said you should hit the money line as well at plus 220. That means if you bet $100 for them to win outright, you would have won $220. Some of us did. Some of you right now listening didn't. What happened? Illinois won by eight with a backup quarterback. They embarrassed Scott Frost. In fact, national media all over it. Scott Frost humiliated. That guy's going to be out of Lincoln before you know it. Doesn't matter. I'm not here to gloat. I'm just here to help you. Go to betonline.ag, make an account, promo code locked on, and we will be giving y'all lines all week that you can play for week one. But David, today we're not going to do a line of the day because we got to get to one more thing before we let the people go on with their Monday. I liked your idea of talking best case, worst case. What is your best case scenario for the weekend? What is your worst case scenario?
0: So best case scenario, I mean, obviously it's that we win, but it's not just a win for me. It's it's that we come out of this game with a conf- with a confidence in who our starting quarterback is going to be, with a confidence in who our wide receiver one is, and a confidence that this defensive line, line is going to be better than it was last year in terms of getting to the quarterback. If we leave this game having that, and, and the way we win is – by having a quarterback have a great game, by having a defensive line that pressures the quarterback. So I don't know that we can win without those things happening, but I want to leave this game knowing that, wow, yeah, Jermaine Johnson, he's going to be getting some sacks this year. Wow, Jordan Travis looks a lot better with his arm, or Mackenzie Milton doesn't look like his leg's a problem. I, so yeah, a best-case scenario is a win, and knowing those three things, because the, especially because the wide receiver unit has just been meh the last two years. Now, worst case scenario for me, Max, is not what you would probably think it is. If we go out there and lose by 30, that's not worst case scenario to me. It's a very good Notre Dame team. We were a two-win team against FBS teams last year. three if you want to count whoever the hell we played That with. Yeah,
1: I was going to say, don't you take away our Jacksonville State win. We earned that. comeback Uh, win. Yeah, yeah, great. Thanks, Dave, Rodemaker.
0: Worst case scenario is that we lose this game by like a field goal or less, because that means that we probably could have won it, but something went wrong that we didn't. Uh, This fan base is already just depressed enough about the state of Florida state football. If, if, if we have a chance that we could have won this game and didn't, I, I I'm going to like, I think we're going to need like some kind of grief counseling center phone number to make available for our listeners. Like we're going to need a new sponsor. Because gonna be a I'll
1: tell you what. I don't have. I don't have the capacity to run that hotline. I we're gonna need it, but boy, that is. Uh, yeah, it's gonna be a tough one.
0: Yeah, can you imagine going to work Monday and like being productive, knowing that we could have, if not should have, beat Notre Dame, that we were in a position to, but just didn't because something
1: went wrong. Oh dear God. Oh, dude, you're right. That would that would be tough. I can't deal with like a 2018 Virginia. But I don't know, man. Ultimately, we're fans first, people second, podcasters third, emphasis on the fans. I mean, I hope to the in the deepest reach of my soul that we win this football game. I really do because like all the expectation setting and the this and the that aside, I can think of nothing better than being in those stands with my four-year-old daughter seeing that clock hit zero, 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 zero with Florida State having more points than Notre Dame. That would be incredible. That'd be a memory for a lifetime. And I hope that myself, you, Drake, Stacy, Holly, and the rest of the Florida State and locked on Seminoles faithful get to experience it. Folks, we got a great week planned for you. We're going to have Philly G from the One Foot Down outlet on for a Know Your Foe, which is our weekly segment that we do where we bring on someone that covers the team that Florida State's going to play that weekend. So, you can learn more about who our opponent's going to be. We're also going to have some Danny's dominoes sprinkled in. If you don't know what that is, no worries. We just started it. We got a buddy who is a semi-professional gambler. We're going to have him come give you some of his picks. And, you know, maybe you can use them to spice up your weekend on Saturday since Florida State doesn't play till Sunday. So with that, thanks for stopping by. Can't wait to talk to you all the rest of the week. I'm Max. That was Dave. And this was Locked on Seminoles. Happy game week.